This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Four forty nine. We'll get to the news in eleven minutes' time. On the other side of that. Obviously, into hour two, uh, we'll be talking to Tom Adams. He's an independent energy and an environmental advisor. Uh, there's some reports or, uh, I guess, the suggestion that Doug Ford's plan to reduce hydro rates by 12 percent uh, would be a difficult thing to accomplish, given that, uh, well, Toronto Hydro just hiked their rates Jan 1 and Hydro 1 in different areas. Uh, well, local municipalities are also hiking their rates, and uh, so that's going in the opposite direction. Tom Adams will tell us exactly uh what is going on as far as that dynamic is concerned. The Premier earlier today in Detroit for the auto show and meeting with GM execs also had a party with Jerry Diaz, the national president for Unifor. Let's find out how this is all going down. Jerry Diaz is with us on the line here on the Oakley Show. Jerry, good to have you back. Good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, how about you? Uh, let's not go there. No, okay. That, the last time we talked... challenging time. Let's put it that way. Well, you did meet with the Premier, though, right? I did. It was, uh, it frankly, was more positive than I thought it would be. In what uh, sense? Because I was disappointed when he came in uh, and he took an approach that the ship is sailed after speaking to the head of GM Canada, which has no power. But, you know, the time has passed, and I think he's listening to the people in Ontario. I think he's uh, realized the impact that this is going to have on the citizens of Ontario. Uh, he's a little more determined today than he was yesterday. I think he has a understanding that this is not come play and that there you know there's these decisions that GM can make to reverse the decision. Yeah, I, I lost that last part, Jerry, with a bad connection here. Just restate that. I'm sorry, John. The, look, I think the premier has a better understanding today. I think he understands that a GM can make some very simple decisions to play. They can continue for for starters to just to exist, uh, just to extend the existing products. All right. Well, you know the contract that you signed with GM. You told us the last time goes to twenty twenty, and they're planning to pull out at the end of this year. Uh, and so you want to hold them binding to that contract or that agreement? Would you take it to court if necessary? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, we are speaking to lawyers and we'll meet, be meeting with them uh, later on this week as we talk about the implementation of the collective agreement. So we are not we are not giving anything to chance. We will do everything possible to get GM's attention. We'll do everything possible to get them to the decision. Right. Uh, when you talk about uh, maybe in your tweet earlier today, uh, trying to get them to reverse their decision to close a plant, events will start tomorrow. So what do you have on plan? Well, first of all, we had a big event today where uh, our members in the Antiva plant um, walked off the job this morning at 8.30. The GM plant in Oswa went down today at lunchtime. Um, it's about, it's not just about our members in, in Oswa, it's about all of the members who are going to be left behind in the communities, non-union people feeling left behind and betrayed. So people are furious and people are fighting back. The, the workers today that walked off the job, uh, between their current employer in Tiva Products and you know, Auto Modular, their previous employer, they've worked supplying parts to General Motors for over 20 years. But these are people that are making a little over 20 bucks an hour. These are people that don't have any defined benefit pension plan, have an RSP plan, which isn't all that spectacular. So these are, you know, these are the casualties of GM's decision. So the workers walked off the job today to say, hey, listen, Doug Ford, Justin Trudeau, General Motors, don't forget about us. We're the casualties that nobody talks about. 
So it was very important today that they got General Motors' attention. So that's the point and purpose of work stoppages then, because some people see that as being counterproductive. I don't see it as being counterproductive. We have an employer uh, that will acknowledge that the Oshawa complex is one of their best assembly plants that they have globally. They will also say to you that from a quality productivity point of view, it doesn't any better. Um, They will acknowledge that Canadians buy over 300,000 GM vehicles a year, yet with this decision, uh, we'll be building less than 200,000. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of facts that are looking at GM's face that are frustrating Canadians. Think about it. Well, this Mexican consumers, John, Mexican consumers, 240,000 GM vehicles a year and on the cusp of building over a million. So people see it as ridiculous and people see it as unfair. Right. It's an imbalance, and you've brought this up uh, on other occasions. Would you think that would impress the GM executives? If you were in the room with them earlier today, uh, you would have brought this to their attention, I'm sure. You think they would have actually been impressed by that? The GM executives wishes we would just be quiet and go away so that they can continue to exploit their Mexican employees, maximize their profits, but that's not going to happen. Ultimately, the last thing that General Motors needs is for the Canadian and American consumers to remember the fact that their $61 billion was given to GM when they needed us the most, and Mexico did not give one nickel. Um, The last thing in the world GM wants us to do is continue to discuss how they are you know, they're investing billions of dollars in Mexico to maximize their individual profits at the extent of jobs in Canada and the United States. So does GM, are they enjoying this conversation? The answer is no. Are we getting their attention? The answer is yes. Facts, Canadian consumers bought 30% less GM vehicles in December of 2018 than December of 2017. People are furious, John. They should be. They feel betrayed. And we're not letting General Motors off the hook. But General Motors' response to that is we're still investing in St. Catharines and Ingersoll. Look, General Motors is leaving the country, and that's what people need to understand. I don't buy it. We had about a five-week strike with General Motors and Ingersoll because we wanted them to commit that we would be the lead producer of the Equinox since we are the sole provider. Since then, we weren't successful. They're building the Equinox and two assembly plants in Mexico. So the question, John, that I ask people, if in fact there's a reduction of the equinox, will they reduce the volume in a plant where workers are making $30 an hour or an assembly plant in Mexico where they're making two? If in fact our our assembly plant in Ingersoll goes down because of straight corporate greed, will our St. Catharines plant survive, which ships engines, powertrains, Oshawa, and Ingersoll? So this isn't complicated. General Motors exited Australia, and the Australian government held a victory party for them. We're not doing that in Canada. And yet you said you were optimistic, or at least uh, found today, uh, the discussion with Doug Ford to be uh, more positive than you had anticipated. And why is that? Well, Doug said that he was going to roll up his sleeves. Look, uh, Doug and I have a bit of a storied history over the last little while, and I think that's, that's understood. That has nothing to do with today's argument. Today's argument is about how do we keep the jobs in Oshawa? How do we get General Motors to change their decision? I think he understands the argument better today than he did at the end of November. So I expect he's going to play a more aggressive role, which is what he committed to. 
Well, he's talking about helping with job training and employment supports in the Durham region uh, in his statement in response to uh, having met with the GM execs. Jerry, i got to let you go, but, I, you know, I appreciate... Mm. Remember one thing. There's 13,400 unemployed people today in Oshawa. The number is much bigger than that with the underemployed. Somebody's going to have to explain to me where all those employees in Oshawa and the feeder plants are going to work. All right. Uh, I know we'll hear from David Patterson later. He's uh, mentioned last time that they've got about 20 employers with 5,000 jobs uh, waiting to be filled, but uh, we'll yeah. leave that for another day. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Have a wonderful day, my friend. And you. Uh, good luck. Jerry Diaz again is the national president for Unifor. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.